Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something about talk to on podcast. It's the Something Podcast. And there it is. Sutton United have the GM Foxhall Conference. And put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And... What a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes down. You like the Sun United. Sutton United the National League are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sunday service. Um, joining me today was Dan, but he seems to have disappeared from his screen, so I'm sure he'll be back in a moment. And Sarah, how are you, Sarah? How are you? Hello, you are. Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, so we're going to kind of just discuss a bit of um, your, your news, which I, 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 I might have jumped the gun ever so slightly because um, a couple of months ago I saw the post asking for uh, Premier League um, volunteers and I put your name forward for the her, her game too. Um, and then I realised, oh, hang on a minute, that's, that's 2032, not, not, not now. Um, <laughs> 36 months. If you follow 36, you. sorry, sorry, sorry. My maths just lost me all of a sudden there. Um, but tell us a little bit um, about it. I know, I know it's... it's something we've kind of said you should be involved with before anyway um and you kind of are even though you weren't officially involved in it you were you, you're, obviously you come to football a lot obviously you um you in the nicest meaning you're not going to let people get away with anything um because <laughs> that's who you are um and quite rightly too as well i'm not not, not saying you, you, you shouldn't but tell us a little bit about 
the, the whole thing for anyone who has missed every single time I've mentioned it on, on the podcast because it's been a couple of times, I'm sure. All right. Well, Her Game 2 is a, uh, a campaign that was started by 12 female football fans um, about a year ago. Um, basically, they were sick of um, sexist abuse and behaviour that they come across at football. Um, it, a lot of people think it, it doesn't really happen anymore. Unfortunately, it still does. There's a lot of people out there who think football is a man's game. They don't want women there. would make women feel unwelcome. Um, chanting stuff that makes women feel quite uncomfortable and sometimes unsafe uh, and, and things like that and worse. Um, so this basically is firstly sort of to raise awareness that this stuff is actually happening because, like I said, there's a lot of people who, who think it doesn't exist or it's not really a problem anymore. Um, but also just to let everyone know it's not acceptable to kind of do stuff to, to make it go away. Um, so that's what we're all about. And Her Game 2 is um, sort of in the process of, of recruiting an ambassador for each uh, club. Or I want to say each club. Any football club can can partner up with her game too. Um, we want as many as possible. Uh, and the ambassador's job is to kind of be a link person between the campaign's league team and the football clubs uh, and do things like take the lead on organising um, her game to dedicated fixtures where um, there can be sort of a, a bit of a song and dance made about, about it at a, at a home match. Um, you know, posters up, um, girls' teams on the pitch, that sort of thing. Uh, we're looking at um, doing one of those for something next season, but... I'm getting ahead of myself there a little bit um so i've recently uh, i want to say recently i mean about two weeks ago um become the ambassador so i'm still kind of feeling my way around what we're going to do what plans are i've been sort of talking to the club a bit about what we're going to do um and uh that's pretty much uh where we're at, at the moment with it um yeah. so we're very early stages at sutton but very much on board with it uh, there's some brilliant people at the club and they're they're really kind of been to be involved which is really great yeah i mean i did not with you i wasn't moaning but earlier in the season i kept seeing other clubs jumping on i was like this is the kind of thing we sh we normally and we should be all over and i sort of mentioned it to dave and he was like oh, there is just so much stuff that we kind of have to get done it's just something that we can't do anything yet and i was like Oh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna let that I'll let it slide this season. I'm glad you mentioned they're gonna do it for next season. Yeah, I mean, um, we are like I don't know if you've seen. Uh, I know you saw Mike actually, but um, Gabby Howell from the, Gabby Howell from the women's team. Um, she's been speaking out a bit about some of the abuse that she's got. Mm -hmm. um, there was an article. I think it was the Mirror. Um, one of the tabloids. Anyway, it was actually a pretty good article. Um, yeah. And she was kind of speaking out about how um, she gets a lot of comments like you only get picked because of your looks you're not any good at football and absolutely rubbish because like she's a brilliant player so that's absolute rubbish um but she's um we kind of want to link with her and other um members of the women's mm -hmm. as well um and, and kind of get them involved and she's quite keen to be involved it's really good excellent don't don't tell her she's good <laughs> <Forget it. laughs> we'll, we'll keep that um, yeah she she there was one thing I saw the, the picture of her and Darcy at Wembley um, and some of the comments underneath it. And um, Dan, I'm sure you're going to say similar to me is they were like, oh, bloody stupid women taking pictures, uh, just they're only interested in selfies at football. And I'm scrolling through my phone thinking, oh, shit, I don't want to see all this stuff because there's about a thousand photos of I'm here at Wembley. It was just just mad so I, I i have actually said to her i tend to go into dad mode 
and I'd step out of the, the, the comments on, on the photos because some of them are just ridiculous and outrageous. Um, but again, like you said, it's not happening because we don't hear it. And I've said this before, I don't hear it because I'm sitting there concentrating on my little square of existence watching the game. Um, Dan, your, your, your thoughts? You, you, you know about the campaign as well? Do you want to take yourself off mute, mate? No, we've lost Dan. Joe. <laughs> right, Dan's going to come back in and he'll, he'll give us his thoughts any second. Um, but it kind of <clears throat> it links into, uh, I know there was a comment on the forum about, but what about this group who doesn't get um, a lot of representation um, but none of these groups fighting for equalities are fighting each other it's to make football welcome to everyone you're you're not going to say well do you know what as long as women are welcome at football i don't care about a b and c other groups it's if football's a welcoming place it's going to be a welcoming place for everyone surely yeah exactly yeah i mean to be honest these things kind of go together um a lot for example a lot of a lot of homophobia is, is rooted in misogyny. Like, um, you know, this stupid idea that gay men act like women and that makes them inferior. Ridiculous. On many levels, that's ridiculous. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we want, every, that's what we're all about. Like you said, we want everyone to be welcome at football. It's just that this campaign is focusing on sexism and misogyny because if you don't focus on one thing then you kind of don't get anything done um there are other campaigns focusing on for instance combating racism etc etc um and i think some of the uh the comments on the forum they had a good point they had a good point um mm -hmm. should be doing more to make all sort of marginalized groups of people welcome at football um uh, it's just that that's not specifically what this campaign is about but absolutely we we do um want everyone to be welcome and um if there's anything that we can do to do that we're very keen to work with any other groups who are doing that as well yeah i i, I think once you get into the mindset of certain things aren't acceptable now you and i've had conversations privately about certain language um, and terms that are used and where, where they've come from and they, their meanings possibly could have changed over the years was my defence. But um, it's not a case of saying, well, no, you mustn't enjoy yourself. It's a case of, well, you can enjoy yourself slightly different ways. The fact that I'm enjoying the football doesn't mean that you have to not enjoy the football. Um, a, 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 just a silly example is everyone, loads of people love bloody flares, these pyrotechnic things. I hate them. I think they're literally burning money. You set that off next to me. I'm not enjoying myself. You might think it's wonderful, <laughs> but I'm not enjoying myself. So all these kind of things, of it's just concentrating everyone enjoying themselves, not just myself um, enjoying enjoy myself. And it does lead on to what I was saying about not being able to hear is something that happened yesterday. Um, again, not not her game too, um, but there was clearly a comment in, in the crowd yesterday that was heard by Omar, we now know. Um, at first... A lot of the Barrow fans, well, the first comment I saw was, I didn't hear it. I hope it's not true. And I was like, that's that's the attitude it has to be, is I didn't hear it. I hope it's not true. Um, not I didn't hear it. Therefore, it didn't happen. Um, 
Dan, do you want to try and jump in again or, or we're good? No, we've it's, it's gone, mate. <laughs> you I can, can always type some messages in. <laughs> yeah, I can lip read. <laughs> so, um, all right, Dan, thanks for trying, buddy. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, what I was trying to say is where you stand and where I stand, there's quite a few people in between us. Um, but we stand fairly close in our little section of, of, the, of the ground. Um, but there's no way you or I can say we heard everything that was being said by all those people in between us. One person, maybe you can hear everything they're saying. Um, hello, Mr. Freight, if you're listening. Um, but other than that, we can't hear every single other person. So if someone said something, I'm not going to say I didn't hear it, it didn't happen. I would possibly be like, that's quite unusual for Sutton or... I, I, I can't comment because obviously I, I'd be gutted if it did happen. But um, but yeah, lots, suddenly lots of Barrow fans were again with the whole it didn't happen business. I don't know if you've seen any of the comments. Not those ones, no. Um, yeah, I did see the club's response, which I thought was very good. Swift action. The police had video. They identified, took the person off straight away um, and was, was arrested. So yeah. It, the action from the club and the police, fantastic. Uh, and the referee, in fairness, as well. Yeah, didn't just, did, didn't, um, it was a bit unclear at the time what was going on, but in hindsight, the referee knew exactly what was going on and he took absolutely right action. Um, but hopefully, it's horrible because obviously I, I, I'm a certain person and I don't get a lot of these comments. Um, so hopefully, you mean you're a white man? I'm a white, I'm a white man. So yeah, I, I, I don't get all these kind of comments directed to me. So I can't possibly tell how people feel about these things. But hopefully, Omar can kind of just realise that it was one, two, maybe a couple of people out of a crowd of three thousand. It's it, it is diminishing. I said to Ahmed yesterday, growing up in the eighties, I can absolutely assure you this is diminishing. It doesn't make it any any easier um, when it happens, but it, it's getting less and less and less. No, and I saw a lot of comments responding to Omar saying things like that. Oh, you know, it's just a minority. It's, it's getting better. Uh, and I'm like, that's good. I mean, that, I think a lot of people sort of trying to reassure him. I'm, I'm sure he's also aware of that himself. But I think that we need to remember that only, it only takes one comment like that to like, yeah. really make someone feel unsafe unwelcome and it must be incredibly upsetting when that happens to be you know i don't know what was said exactly but i can imagine it was some not very nice words mm -hmm. um the sort of words that shouldn't be in the english language um and uh i can imagine it might make someone feel quite upset for quite a long time and, and uh, i think we need to remember that as, as well i mean you're right is it is nice to know that it's better than it was but we've still got quite a long way to go but, yeah it doesn't um street crime is a lot lower than it was but if i walk outside and someone punches me right in the face it's still going to hurt <laughs> and it's still going to affect me um even if people go well not that many people get it nowadays it's it's it's, it's a longer term thing it's like actually it's good news um but it's still it's still gonna it's, affect so it still happens yeah. to you and it's yeah. still it's just yeah, as still still horrid um but it it takes us on onto the game so um i mean barrow did survive and this this person who made that comment of i really hope it's not true 
um, did say it's kind of taken a little bit away from the day, um, which is a shame for them then because they, they did um, all this background noise. I think Dan's here. Hello. Hello. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Finally, well, <laughs> God. So you've missed all the important stuff. All really, you know, the, the, the serious stuff. I'm yeah. sat here like a div with no <laughs> microphone listening to you talk about important issues. And there's this mug just sat there staring stupidly into my camera. Wonderful. Um, no worries. So, well, great value again, Dan. <laughs> well, you're here to talk about the football now. Oh, <laughs> Disconnect. So I, I was just getting to the point that um, I think it was under your, one of your friends that there was the, the guy who'd said he hoped it wasn't true. And if it was, it was going to spoil what was an important day for, for Barrow staying up. Mm. Um yeah, we, we've kind of we've kind of made a point on that, but it, it was a difficult match, wasn't it? Um, I'll, 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 let me ask Sarah about the first half. Mike has done <laughs> to anyone who's listening. Mike has done this to take the piss out of me because um, my the hourly train from Lancaster to Barrow that would have got in just after two, perfect. The ground's ten minutes from the station was cancelled, so my train got in. Uh, after three, quite a lot after three, because it, it, the previous one was cancelled, so a lot of people trying to get this one. It was a two-coach train. Um, and then when I got there, I had to find a ticket, and the, the turnstiles were closed. The ticket office was locked, um, and uh, I had to find someone to help me. So I saw probably about 15 to 20 minutes of the first half, and that's why Mike's asking me. Thank you, Mike. It was rubbish what I did do, actually. <laughs> what Sarah said. <laughs> okay, so that's the first half. Um, <clears throat> no, we had <clears throat> we had the wind, and I did to sort of wonder if we weren't making the most of it in the first half. Um, with Dean's kicks, they were going really, really long. Apparently, um, what, what were your thoughts that we just got through it, or should we have done more? Um. I mean, it, it was hard to tell because of the the away end now. So you've got, a, whereas it used to be an open terrace, and you can tell what the weather was like, a roof on it and everything else. So you're quite, so it it just felt like a sunny day from the corner on the far end that they were like bent over at an angle um, and that they were barreling down the ground. So yeah, we didn't really get the most of it. Um, the pitch wasn't great either. It was very, looked very hard and very, patchy and very bobbly so it was a bit difficult to get the ball down and play a bit and also if you're going long with that wind um it just was either just carrying straight out of play a lot of the time um the only time we ever got near it was the, the one of their guys mission omar but it was kind of because everything happened so quickly he had to make a quick sort of snap decision and it decided to try and go over the keeper and it just it sailed miles over so, yeah the, yeah, the first half was a bit, it was one of those games we just didn't get a foothold in, really. Did No one no one really mm. took sort of charge of charge of things, and it was just very bitty and um, a lot of stop-start. Not much to really write home about, to be honest. <laughs> and the sec second half was, I, I mean, I, I said this sounds like it's going to be a long, long half, um, quite early doors. Um and it was, it was like 10 minutes of stoppage time. <laughs> yeah. That was the literal, I should have done that. Um, but again, it, it felt listening like a battle 
Um, what was it like being there? Sarah, do you want to? You saw the second half, surely. It's pretty much the same as what I saw <laughs> the first half, really. It was, yeah, it was, I think um, we were kind of spoiled last weekend because we had a great performance at Mansfield and, uh, and then, although, you know, beating Newport, that wasn't a classic, at least for one. Um, yeah, they just, it wasn't the best game of football to watch, to be honest. Um, like Dan said, it was a bit bitty. Um, it was a bit kind of, I, I gather that according to stats, possession was fairly even. But it was like, <laughs> more. it was just like both sides just wanted to give the ball away to each other all the time. And no one really, again, no one really got into it. Um, and there weren't, I don't, I don't know how many shots were on target, but really not very many. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have fingers left over on one hand if you tried to count. Yeah, yeah. and I, I do have we, uh, hands. <laughs> we had, um, I think we had more possession. I think that might have been the first time I've ever seen our possession stats slightly higher. And I was like, they got that wrong. Um, <laughs> but Matt made a, a, a very good point on the penalty, um, which was, as, as Dan, I know you said we were handed a lifeline here and we, we missed it. Um, but Matt kind of said, well, had he scored this week and missed last week, we would have been one point worse off mm. because we would have drawn. We lost. It was drawn last week and what and drawn this week, so we'd have been one point worse off. So, when it comes to it, if you want the one to be missed, maybe okay, we've done it the right way around. We could just move on. Um, That's a very good point. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to feel a lot better. And <laughs> um, and obviously we. It happens to us all the time where we're playing teams who identify oh, we should definitely win that, and then suddenly they suddenly pull this rabbit out of the hat and they've been brilliant the last couple of games. Um, so they've now got seven seven points out of the last possible nine. So actually it was probably one of the harder games in hindsight, um, but they're safe now. And um, yeah, it was, it, I mean, it wasn't a pleasant game. There was some unpleasantness, which we've already discussed. And their player, I think was sent off. I said to you, Dan, I think it was someone that said he'd gone into the crowd, but actually I think he said something to the referee. Yeah, I think the initial thing that was over celebration or something, which is yeah. stupid, but um, it turned out that uh, I think it was Oaksy was on our train back and he um, back into Barrow and he said that uh, it was um, uh, dissent. It's just something. So it just <laughs> gobbed off at the ref, which is a bit daft, yeah. really. You've just scored. So he's trapped off and got a second yellow for it. Yeah, based on nothing other than knowing football players where Barrow had that goal disallowed that was crossed the line or didn't cross the line and um, what players are like with referees, I would imagine the word cheat was used and therefore I swear the refs gone, nah, they, they, don't, they don't like that at all. Um, but we move on and we move on to the next game, which is Tuesday. And joining us now is Sam, who is a Crawley Town supporter. Hiya, Sam. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Very well, thank you. So you are from the Quarry Town Supporters Alliance, is that correct? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, so do you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves and how important you're going to be now in the next, well, six months, depending on how it goes. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're, so we're, we're a, a supporters trust, so most clubs have a supporters trust. So, um, yeah, we're called... Quarrytown Supporters Alliance. Um, so, yeah, with the new owners obviously joining us a couple of weeks ago, we're going to have a busy few months ahead, kind of getting to know them, getting to know their plans. Um, so, yeah, obviously we do some work in the community as well. Um, but yeah, a little bit about us. Yeah, cool. And obviously the first thing you're going to learn and teach us all is what the hell is an NFT? 
Uh, yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you because I've got no idea. <laughs> so what's the thoughts amongst Crawley fans about, about this? What, 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 what are you feeling? I think initially there was quite a lot of anxiety and apprehension around what is an NFT, what is crypto, how's the club going to be funded. I think what has been quite good to see is the new owners have been quite transparent on social media and other media outlets, kind of their faces out there, they've spoken a lot. And I think as time has gone on, that, that apprehension has probably turned to a bit of excitement and a bit of optimistic thinking around what could happen next season, especially with their kind of clear ambition to get into League One in, within two years. Um, so I think we, we're obviously, we, we're looking, to, we, we haven't met them yet as a supporters trust and, and they're still in America, the, the owners, but there's some of the investors over here. I think at the end of the next week, they're due to come over um, and start meeting people and talking to people face to face if you like. So um, I think we'll get to know a bit more about them in the off season. Um, but I think, yeah, I think I'd say quite cautiously optimistic is the phrase I've used quite a lot over the last few weeks uh, around what could happen. Obviously, we are one of the smallest football league clubs in the EFL. Um, we've had it; we did have a three-year spell in League One, but our, our, our gates aren't great. And I think, uh, as much as it'd be great to get in League One, I think what, what a lot of Crawley Town fans would like is to kind of see our fan base grow. And how can we do that? A bit of infrastructure. We haven't got our own training grounds, so what can we do about that? But yeah, it'd be great to have another crack at promotion. We've had a few few seasons sitting in the mid-table mid of League 2, which the majority of quality fans, although would have probably liked to have a bit of flirtation with the playoffs, would have taken because of the size of our club. If you look at the clubs that have been relegated recently, the Chesterfields and Notts Counties, Oldham this weekend, there's some big clubs that have, have been relegated and finished below us in the league. So, um, but yeah, I'd say exciting times ahead, hopefully. Yeah, and probably a new manager. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> yeah, um... That was a bit of a shocker because social media accounts love him. He's he's always good for a little quote, isn't he? Yeah, I think I think we've got to be really really careful at the moment because we haven't heard anything mm -hmm. from the FA or the PFA. Um, mm -hmm. we've, it's literally a Daily Mail article, and, and the club have reacted how they've reacted, um, which I think only time will tell whether that's the right thing to do. I think when you have that sort of allegation, you do need to suspend the, the individual um, while the investigation takes place. We've got no idea where, it, what the, where, where that's come from, whether it's a current player or a previous player. We've got no idea what the remarks are. Um, so I think, yeah, Jolly's a character, but I think we've got to be very careful about innocent until proven guilty of these sort of things. And obviously um, football business is very much in the public eye. Um, so I think it's been a very difficult few weeks. And I think we need to think about John as well, because ultimately it's John's career and profession and reputation on the line as well. So he needs to have a fair hearing. Um, which, which we, we, we as a supporters trust, we want to make sure that the club do have a fair and consistent hearing for John and, and the process is followed correctly by the FA, the PFA, the EFL and the club to make sure that the outcome is fair and right for all. Perfect, perfect. Right, all controversy out of the way. <laughs> How's the season been gone for you? Yeah, okay. I think I think we finished 12th last year and we're going to probably finish 12th again this season, so it's okay. We haven't had the biggest budget. Uh, we've had a hell of a lot of injuries um, at key players at key times. We've gone on kind of a couple of runs, which we think, oh, here we go. We can get in the playoffs and then we lose two in a row. Um, haven't really done much in the cup. So I'd say average, average probably. Um, cool. But uh, as I said earlier, with the some of the teams that have struggled this season, like Bradford, Leighton Orient, where sort of teams below us, teams with bigger budgets than us. So, yeah, I'd say OK. Um, looking forward to beating our new closest rivals on Tuesday. <laughs> I was just going to say, how, how's the feeling that it's taken 
what, 10 years or so for us to join you? And then we're going to just bugger off straight away. Yeah, hopefully not. I think, interestingly, <laughs> with, with, with us, we, we haven't really got any rivals in the Football League. We've kind of had a bit, we had a bit of rivalry with Wimbledon just because we were trying to get out of the conference together and they're nearby. But now, obviously, they're in League One, but they'll come back down. But we, we, we haven't really got many local games. I mean, Stevenage is normally the most local game. So, as, as, as much as you guys want to go up, we kind of want you to stay down because it'd be <laughs> quite good to have a nice little rivalry again. And the game at our place in October was a cracker. Obviously, I know you guys won it, but it was a great atmosphere. You guys bought loads. Obviously, you've got the Matt Gray and the Enzio being former manager and player at your place. Even like Louis John and Rob Milson used to play for us as well. So, I think, yeah, yeah, I, I, we, I'd like to, from personal point of view, keep that rivalry going next season. But I know you guys obviously won't want to be here next season. <laughs> I'll, I'll hand over to these guys on this because I, I, I have shocking football knowledge and memory, but I don't actually think we've played that much over the years. No, I think no. Everyone's shaking their head. I've got another think, thing right. Write it down today again. Another thing right. I think, I think I actually, I think in some, no, once. I think once in the nineties in the cup. Yeah, is cup it like the League Cup? It's me and League. No, cup. Uh, we played them. Played them in the FA Cup at ours in about right. ninety, about ninety five, ninety six. I think it was. I think, um, I think that was just before I started coming regularly. But I, I still was had, in League Cup as well. Because they had David Speedy in the side. Um, at the time, um, so he was getting loads of stick from the Coventry game. Um, but yeah, I, I seem to recall that I think Billy Smith might have been the manager, the old Carl manager down there at the time. Yeah, I yeah, think. he was manager. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that's that up until sort of earlier this season. I think that was the only time we'd ever met competitively. I think we'd had a couple of, we definitely played a couple of friendlies down the corner, yeah. but that was yeah. it. Mm. It's quite weird how little we've played each other, actually. Yeah. It's like AFC Wimbledon. We, we have actually played quite a lot, but because they're, you know, they're quite local to us, um, but we missed each other. We went down when they went up, and it would be quite funny if that happens again. You know, the other <laughs> no, it would be. <laughs> I, I, I'm very much hoping that. <laughs> just, just, for the, just for the fun bit. I don't really care what happens after that, <laughs> but it'll be fun. Oh, they found um, so... my train last night coming back from Fleetwood. They were really... Very quiet. Oh yeah, there was loads, loads of wombles on the train up yesterday as well, and they were, mm -hmm. I think, almost to a man, they were like, "No, we're doomed." There was one guy who was like, "No, we're going to win today," and everyone else was like, "No." Did, have you seen? Have you seen Nick's free kick? That silly boy. I wanted to say something, but I can't. He's going to be feeling awful. But <laughs> I was, I'm not going to. I'm not going to retweet that. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> it was definitely an oh my kind of moment yeah. when he did yeah. it. He literally was like, "Yeah, I'll just, I'll just make myself some space." Oh, hang on, <laughs> it's a free kick. Can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we love you, Wimbledon. Really. So, what are our thoughts ahead of Tuesday? Going to be um, a cracking game, or it's going to be another one of these? Um, enduring 90 minutes the thing is this league is so inconsistent and like everyone around us is really inconsistent and I, i'm finding i don't know about anyone else but i'm finding it harder to predict games than i have done any other season um and like technically crawley don't have a lot to play for apart from their contracts um so i don't think anyone we've got left now does really actually it was yesterday was the last team who mm -hmm. you know they were fighting relegation um so it, who knows it could go it could be like you know we have something to play for and they don't really so it might it might be one of those ones where we come out you know with a, you know really going for it i really hope it is 
<laughs> um, Dan, what do you reckon? I th- yeah, I think we need to play a bit more sort of like we did at Mansfield than we did at Barrow yesterday. Um, need to get into the game and just get a foothold and just start on the front foot like Max likes to um, and just get in get in and get, out, get in early. If we don't, then it's just... I think it could be one of those games that either just meander away to nothing or you'll just end up losing because, you know, you've, you've not... You've not applied yourself so so yeah if, if we start well i think we can see it through but i'm, I'm hopeful I'm, of the three points sorry sam yeah <laughs> I, I, I i i always diplomatically go for oh i'll take a point but i don't know it's it's, it's a tough one because people go about sides being on the beach at this time of the year and I, I don't really believe that you know they've got new owners so there's gonna be quite a few lads there trying to impress just mm-hmm. to, like, like sarah said playing for deals you know so you never know it's going to be. I think it's going to be a more of a, a bit more of a tough watch than than we'd like. Sam, what do you think? Yeah, I think before yesterday we were top of the form table, so obviously we we, we got turned over if you like. But Mansfield, they're, they're much the better team yesterday. But um, I think we'll be well up for it. Local derby, there'll be about four or five hundred Crawley fans, um, as you guys mentioned. Deals up for grabs and I think we'll, we'll love to derail your promotion, but even if we only get a point. So um, and then. Do you know what Crawley do over the last couple of years? They they lose when we expect to win, and we win when we expect to lose. We do it all the time. <laughs> we we, we, we win like at the big we win at the big teams. We were the first team to beat Forest Green on our own patch this season. Uh, we won at Bradford, so yeah, we, 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 in the big games we always turn up. But um, yeah, I, I just want to derail your promotion, bit. Whether that's a draw or we win, I don't care. Are we a big game? <laughs> Well, yeah, in, yeah. In, in, well, in terms of, I mean, I, I, I can imagine it's same same for you guys. You're not much further north than us. I mean, for the away games that our, our players have to do, get on that bus and go to Barrow, go to Carlisle, go all the way up north, Oldham, Scunthorpe. You must think, oh, blind. But for a local game, a lot of our players live in South London and, and around them there, so they probably they'll be bang up for this. I think absolutely bang up for in front of a. It'll be be a, be a noisy night um, from home and away fans. I think. They'll, they'll want to put in a performance in front of us because we don't normally travel away in numbers, great numbers, really. Um, but we'll have the opportunity to on Tuesday night. Well, I, I actually think it's also going to be a good game because, um, I think, as I said, we had the, the Wembley thing where we had a load of people going, Yeah, do you know what? We'll pop down Gander Green Lane. We've served up some very difficult football since then. And I think tonight, some of those people are going to, oh, Do you know what? Not tonight, sorry, Tuesday. We, I'm not going to bother us a Tuesday night. I'm not going to bother. And I think it's going to be a great game that makes all those people go, I will go on Saturday again just to, just to make sure. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be a great game. Um, I, 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 again, I think we're going to. Sorry, Sam, we don't lose many games back to back. So um, I think we've lost two games back to back in I think once in two years or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, match um, match sides rarely lose back to back. So yeah. So we will. Uh, yeah, we're going to be well up for it. Sorry. But... I'm not that sorry, to be honest. <laughs> um, but I think that's pretty much come full circle now. I think we've we've done everything we need to do. I'm just checking my very professional list. Yes, I have done everything. Oh, amazing. Um, thank you for all your time. Thanks for eventually joining us, Dan. That was nice silence early on. <laughs> Some would say that's uh, their state. And Sarah, thanks a lot. And obviously, I know you will, but keep us posted on any of the Her Game 2 stuff and any announcements. Just literally pick up the phone and here we are. Um, I know Dan will be retweeting everything as well. So um, there's loads of support um, here as well. Sam, good luck 
apart from Tuesday. Um, hopefully, the new owners do surprise us all. There, there was there is a lot of scepticism in football. Um, it it may be that we've got this wrong. I mean, I know with the Wrexham thing, everyone was like, oh yeah, it's just it's just going to be a big joke. But they seem to have taken to it well. So um, I think they've learned from the Bradford thing because that was a bit bit weird. Yeah, but yeah, they they yeah. do seem to have learned a lot of lessons from that. Yeah, like my offer to buy Buckingham Palace, I've sent an email saying, can I buy Buckingham Palace, please? <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, well, I've got a serious offer. <laughs> but no, hopefully it all goes well for you, obviously outside of Tuesday and potentially if we meet next season as well. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, join in at any of the uh, socials at Sutton Podcast. Uh, drop us a line. Anyone who wants to jump on as guests, give us an email, uh, mike at suttonpodcast.com. Um, take care, and we'll see you all. Well, I won't see you. I'll speak to you all next Wednesday, I think it is. All right. Take care. Thanks a lot, everyone. Cheers. Bye-bye. See you later, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.